Dare to be Bold is brought to you by J Forks Designs Lifestyle Accessory Brand. Here at J Forks Designs, Dare to be Bold is more than our motto, it's our way of life. For our podcast series, we are interviewing people who live boldly. I'm the host, Casey Forks. Today, we sat down with David Forks, an artist who followed his aspiration to become a full-time artist, uprooted his life, moved to Del Rio, Texas, and pursued his lifelong dream. David shows us it is never too late to start over. Hey everybody, welcome to today's Dare to be Bold podcast by J Forks Designs. My name is Casey, I am here today with David Forks and we are hanging out in Del Rio and his house and studio and David is an artist and has been kind enough to uh, let us speak with him today about how he has chosen to live boldly. So David, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, it's my Um, pleasure. We are excited to be here, you have an amazing studio, amazing home. so just to begin with, can you tell us a little bit about how you became an artist and how this sort of developed in you? For me, it was a natural evolution of my early on drawing as a, as a child. It's just something that never left me and I feel like it was always a major part of who I was. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people are artists to begin with as, as kids, but that somewhere along the line they develop other interests that become greater interests and they they lose the artistic part of them but for me that never happened the art was always the major focus of my life and i think it's easy too for people to kind of set aside their creative drives when there's something that maybe they know is going to be they, they can make a living from and so it, it do you can you see how that happens or how did that play into your life did you ever feel like you needed something like to have a consistent income or, or how did that kind of happen? Absolutely and I think a lot of artists have that uh, frustration because they want to do a specific thing but can't find a way to actually survive doing that. And a lot of successful artists today I believe have a very supportive significant other mm-hmm. that has helped them and, and encouraged them along the way to do the things that they wanted to do. Um, but a lot of people can't, don't have that choice and, and they're raising families and so on. And that was my case. And I had to find a way to actually support my family by doing something that I thought was close. So it was art related. I was a commercial artist and designer for many years, but it never, ever fulfilled the desire I had to be a painter. And it's totally separate. It's like two different worlds. Right. At what point did you say to yourself, I I really need to get back to what drives me, to that passion? The funny thing is, I always considered myself a painter. Mm -hmm. I always thought, if you asked me, you know, what what are you? Well, I'm a painter. Even though I wasn't painting, I was still a painter. And I knew one day I was going to. And every now and then, when the kids were small and, and I was raising kids, and so involved with their extracurricular activities, I would pull out the paints over the weekend and do a few paintings here and there. And you know, years would go by, and I'd do three or four paintings here or there. And uh, before you know it, ten years are gone. And then before you know it, twenty years are gone. And you're like, well, if I'm gonna do this one day, I keep saying I'm gonna do this one day. I'm gonna be an artist. Eventually, at one point, you have to say when. And you have to formulate a plan and you have to do it. So for me, that's kind of what happened. And when was that point? 
turning point in life, you know, everybody goes through specific turning points, I think, and some are, are good things that happened and some are bad things that happened. And I think uh, losing family members, you know, when, when those kind of things happen, they really open your eyes. And uh, unfortunately, we did. I realized how fleeting time is at that point when you lose someone and you go, there's nothing guaranteed, tomorrow's not guaranteed for us. And if I say I'm gonna do something, then I'm gonna go ahead and do it. So it was that point, that was a turning point for me. I said, this is the time for me to start doing something. So I developed a plan and I started working the plan from that day. And so now you're painting full-time, correct? I am painting full-time yeah. as of a year and a half ago. Okay, and how is that going for you? How, how do you feel about everything? Um, I couldn't be happier. Good. I mean, I'm doing exactly what I want to do, what I've always wanted to do. It's, um, it's euphoric at times, yeah. it really is. I'm, there's a high, of course it's work and there's frustrations, you know, like any job, especially if you work for yourself. And there's good days and bad days, mm -hmm. but I couldn't be happier doing anything else. That's so and good. it is going good, so it's, it's, I'm not there yet, but it's, I'm progressing, I'm getting better and I'm selling more. I think that's so admirable and I think that so many people can take something from that because you hear people say so often life is fleeting life is short do these things but but that's it they're just words and you really acted upon that and I think that's such an amazing thing we've heard so many times that uh, the things that you don't do or the things that you regret it's not the things you do but the things you don't do and I, I realized I had to, I had to do this. And it wasn't gonna be easy, and it wasn't gonna happen fast. It took me almost 10 years. But I did come up with a plan, and I started, I started a blog. I started painting every day. I'd never painted in oils, other than a few paintings I did back from my high school days. Mm -hmm. I'd get up before work, and I'd paint before work. And in a period of about five years, I did about 750 small paintings. Wow. And I read everything that I could read, you know, to inform me on how to go about this. And what I did read, uh, the messages that I kept getting were to do lots of little paintings and not worry about big detailed paintings because that's where people struggle mm -hmm. with, with trying to complete something like that. You have big problems in big paintings and little problems in little paintings. Right. So it's just do lots of little paintings every day and if it's bad, move on to the next one and just keep moving on and that's what I did. Alright, so one of the things that is tough for people in um, the artistic industries is sort of putting themselves out there and selling their work. How have you gone about that and how do you, what challenges do you face with that? It's certainly a challenge, everyday challenge and it's increasingly difficult to find good representation through brick and mortar galleries. Um, Can you explain to us what you mean by that, by brick and mortar galleries? Brick and mortar is, is, is an actual physical location, okay. a, a gallery that's, that doesn't survive just by online okay. gallery, because there are online galleries and I, haven't, I have one of those as well. There's just an online gallery that has no brick and mortar location. Got it. But I'm also trying to establish my own identity online through my own website and social media mm -hmm. and so forth. And it is a struggle every day. It's, it's something, too, that you don't specifically want to do, but it's a very important and integral part of the business. Right. If you want to make it work, you have to do that.
I'd rather just paint. But. Yeah. Uh, what would you say your biggest challenge has been that, that, that for you and that you've overcome and that you really now have embraced this lifestyle? Um, the biggest challenge as an artist? Yeah. Uh, really, I think along the way with my painting, I've been told many times, and, and you hear, you're going to hear good things, you're going to hear bad things, but I've been told many times that my style's not unique. Mm. There's nothing, I don't paint gimmicks, so I'm not a gimmick yeah. kind of painter, and that's maybe why I'm a very traditional, impressionistic landscape painter. Mm. Do you find yourself ever trying new things in your paintings, or painting new things, or with different types of um, often, medium, often I guess? Often, yeah. I do. I work in acrylics as well. Okay. Um, it's kind of, I started out when I was much younger, I worked with watercolor, and I hope to get back to watercolor mm. at some point. So I do work in that, and I also work in several different, I do still life work, I do people, I do figurative work, and um, and of course the landscapes. I think they're all different disciplines that help one another. If mm -hmm. you can be good at one thing, it gives you insight into something else. And but, but many people I've heard along the way that there's nothing unique about what you do. Well, I'm a very classic contemporary artist and I don't paint overly saturated gimmicky work. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but if you look at my work in 200 years, I want people to say, Why? I wonder when this was painted. Could it have been right. 500 years ago or was it recent? It falls into that. It's not something that's going to be, well, this looks like the year 2000, right. you know, right at the turn of the century. I'm hoping my work doesn't resonate in that. Right. That well, it has that very classic appeal. And, and I think that that's, too, looking at your paintings. Um, they are so beautiful and timeless, which I think is what you're getting at. And to me, that is unique in and of itself. So when people say that your your work isn't, there's nothing unique about it. To me, that's unique because a lot of Thank you. I artists that. don't don't bring that to the table. So I think that's fantastic. So ideal world, where do you see yourself, David Forks, in five, ten years? What do you see in the future? I see my work improving greatly from where I am right now, and maybe having a a little bit easier time making a living at it. And this is it's a it's a reality to get up every day and, and actually you know, struggle somewhat through attempting to make sales and paint and and handle all the, the business aspect of doing this. But um, I just want to be a better artist, and maybe the following will come, and that's what maybe the social media and the galleries will eventually bring to me. I've only been doing this for a year and a half, and um, and I think I'm, I'm getting there, but it's going to take a little while. Nothing happens too quick, and I don't expect it to happen overnight. You have to continually produce good work every day, day in and day out. And you're only as good as your last painting. So, What advice would you give to anyone who is looking to sort of chase their dreams? And, and what would you tell them to inspire them or to, to help them kind of realize those dreams? Dare to be bold. I mean, go, you know, go for what you want to do, but you, you've got to come up with a plan. You just can't say, I'm going to do this, I want to do this one day. Actually figure out what it's going to take. And keep just putting yourself out there and keep showcasing your work. And so there's a lot to it that you've got to keep doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Continually 
showcase your work and you have to get it in front of people and, and a thousand people can see a painting and turn their nose and not pay any attention to it but when the right buyer comes along they can't live without it and they're going to take it home just continue on with with what your dream is but every day find a way to make it closer to reality you have to have you have to work you have to work at it every day focus on on that and if you do that it will become a reality and your life will will be you know better it'll be you'll be you will feel more fulfilled with what you're doing in your life if you're doing something that you really want to do yeah and do you you feel that way now like do you feel that you are you have done the things to and taken these steps in your life to really make your dreams a reality so do you feel fulfilled in a way that you didn't before absolutely yeah. it's amazing and people have asked me you know what's your favorite day of the week and it's still Saturday because I can do whatever I want to do so what do I do on Saturday I paint that's what I do every that's day awesome. I paint every day but it's what I choose to do on my day off, I paint. I paint all the time. I love it. That was David Forks from David Forks Fine Art. For more information and to see his work, you can visit his website, davidforks.com. That's D-A-V-I-D-F-O-R-K-S.com. And follow him on Instagram, at davidforksartist. Our next podcast will be available on July 26th, and we are sitting down with Clint Orms, the extremely talented leader behind Clint Orms Engravers and Silversmiths. Dare to be Bold is a branded podcast from J Forks Designs. This episode was produced by me, Casey Forks, Jenny Forks, and Courtney Cobb. Courtney Cobb mixed this episode. You can find Dare to be Bold on SoundCloud and iTunes or watch on YouTube. Do us a favor and help spread the news about our show. You can also find us at jforksdesigns.com. I'm Casey Forks. Thanks for listening.